Now let's start the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, trad wives, or uh, if you haven't heard of trad wives, these are traditional wives. It's short for traditional wives. Um, these are uh, women who uh, dare to do womanly things. Um, just like, uh, you know, it's bad for men to do manly things. You know, that's toxic masculinity. Uh, men, you can't do something that's manly uh, because then you're being toxic and you're perpetuating um, all sorts of uh patriarchal and misogynistic stereotypes about culture and uh, you're basically the devil um, and if you're a woman it's bad to do womanly things as well because if you are a woman and you do uh, traditionally womanly things and you are also perpetuating uh, patriarchal and misogynistic stereotypes uh, that are detrimental to society and culture. And so, uh, really, you know, like men being men and women being women um, is, is, is bad. And so, if you want to be good, if you're a man, you need to act like a woman. And if you're a woman, you need to act like a man. Now, now, some people call this being trans, uh, but but no, no, you don't have to be trans to be a man and act like a woman. Now, of course, that is the quickest and easiest way to gain uh, social clout and to climb the imaginary hierarchical ladder of uh, societal uh, rank that that is a way to do that there you know you can you can become trans and then it's like poof instant you know uh, I don't even have to shave my beard like I have an I have a beard and if I just put on a wig and lipstick and a dress so like a week before I did that if I if I do manly things now without all that without putting on a dress um, I am a bigot and I'm toxic. If I put on a dress and lipstick and do womanly things, I am a hero. Or if I just do womanly things without putting on the dress and lipstick, uh, then I don't know what the, is that, is that still heroic? I don't know. Like it, like if I if I were to not come out as trans, like let's say that, I guess I'd just be gay then, wouldn't I? And if I was gay, but being gay is not cool anymore. Like it used to be cool. It used to be edgy. The gays used to the gays used to be cool. You guys remember when gay gays were cool? When being gay was uh, fringe, and like now it's like uh, it's almost hard. To tell who's not gay. Like. Um, for example. You know. Uh, they're, you'll say like. You know people say like. Well everyone's gay. Everyone's a little gay sometimes. Right. Like everyone. Now I'm like. I've never thought about sleeping with a man. Like in a serious context. I've imagined how gross it would be. So I guess in that context, I, I've imagined sleeping with a man, but only from the context of like how disgusting that would be if I did. Like, you know, I tried it out like a thought experiment. I was like, okay. So I imagined myself. I'm naked. There's another guy. He's naked. And I put a wiener in my mouth, and I thought, well, what would that... What would that be like? What do I think that that would be like? And the immediate, the immediate uh, thought that I had in my head was salty. It would be salty. 
It'd be like, like you ever, uh, you, you know, you put your hands in your mouth and like your your hands are salty, you know, like from the sweat and the dirt and the grime, but just like whatever's on your fingers, you know, you put your finger in your mouth and it's like, like that saltiness and you just know that you just made like a really big mistake, like, cause you're like, what is on my, what is on my hand? Like, and then you start trying to think about all the things your hand has touched throughout the day and you're like well this is a uh this was this feels like it was a really bad mis- now just imagine that only it's a really big finger and a lot thicker and it's a and, and, and it's a wiener and it's attached to another guy like i wouldn't put i wouldn't put another guy's finger in my mouth like i would not I would not want to go. Here's a here's here's an easy way to tell if you're gay. Okay, if if you have ever wondered if you're gay, don't jump straight to would you would you suck a wiener. Start off with a finger. Like, would you put the finger on the hand of another man in your mouth and and seductively suck on it? Would you do that? Because if you wouldn't do that to his finger, you're not going to do that to his wiener. Okay, so there, there's a much easier way to tell if you're gay or not. So kids, kids, listen, kids. Um, if you're starting to have feelings, if you're starting to wonder, if you're starting to question, okay, um, just imagine that. Just imagine, like, the best-looking guy friend you have. Okay, or just not even a guy friend. Just imagine the best-looking guy you can think of. Okay, and if you can't think of a good-looking guy, uh, first of all, you're homophobic. Just know that. Just know that up front. If you can't think of an attractive man, you're either in denial because you're actually gay, but you don't want to think about how gay you are, or you're just homophobic and just the very thought of another man being attractive is repulsive to you or you suffer from a condition called being a straight male okay so now here's the thing i'm a straight male as well uh, but I know what hot looks like, and I'll tell you this: I would not suck on Ryan Reynolds' finger. I wouldn't. Like maybe as a joke, like just for a second. But like I'm not gonna like do it for a long time, you know. Like maybe just a quick little in and out, like a little. Bleh. You know, just just like just just for for kicks and gigs, and I'm talking Amityville horror, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, like, you know, he 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 thought that uh, his kid was drowning in in the water or whatever. That one scene is that what happened where he thought his kid was drowning in the water or something. So he like jumped in to the water, and it was in the middle of the night. And then he, he realized the kid wasn't in the water or something. Or, or was it the dog? Was it the dog that he thought was drowning in the water or something? I don't know. He jumped into the water. And then he jumped in, And then he came out of the water. And then he went back to his bedroom. Shirt off. Ripped to shreds. Pants really low so you could see the deep V. You know, like the deep V in the hip. Like going in the pelvis. Like in the like bla- like his bladder had, had benched 250 pounds. Like, and, and, and he's just ripped to shreds, dripping with water, like that. Like, I, I, okay, I might suck on his finger then. I might, okay, I might suck on his finger then. I might suck in the blood like three seconds, like top, three to, like three to five seconds, like tops, okay? Three to, definitely no more than 30. No more than 30 seconds, tops. And no eye contact. Okay, maybe a little eye contact, just to see if, like, you know, how he's feeling about it. But, like, uh, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, 30 seconds, maybe a little bit of contact, 30 seconds, that, that's it. 
Okay, that's all I would do. Okay, so I'm definitely, definitely not gay. Because I, because that's it. I need a drink. Hold on. This episode is brought to you by, you guessed it, Evan Williams. Uh, 100 proof whiskey. Thanks again, Aaron Smith, for telling me all about Evan Williams 100 proof whiskey. Um, it's bottled in bond, meaning it's under the supervision of the U.S. government as it's bottled. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know what it means for a whiskey to have been supervised by the U.S. government during bottling. Is there like someone from the government standing there just watching people pour whiskey into bottles? And being like, yep, that's it. Good job. Like his Uncle Sam standing there in his star-spangled pants and hat with his long white beard. Like giving the thumbs up to the guy pulling the lever to, to release the whiskey into the bottle. Like, I mean, like, what does that mean? That's what it says on the bottle. It says, bottled in bond under supervision of the United States government. What does that mean? Does that make it better? Does that make it taste? No, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't taste great. And it's not bad. It's not bad. But you know, you guys know I like to drink for cheap. I like to help people out of this show. I am a man of the people. The people need to get drunk. The people need to save money. I can help you do both at the same time. Justin Miller for president, twenty twenty four. I can help you with both of these things simultaneously. That's my point. Okay? A 1.5 liter bottle of this stuff is under $30. Typically, bottles of whiskey that are half that size are more than $30. You see what I'm saying? Twice the whiskey. Same price. Also, if you like wine, Black Hawk Down. No, shit, that's not it. What is Nighthawk, Night, Nighthawk Black. Nighthawk Black. That's it. Boxed wine. It works out to like $3 a bottle, but it tastes as good as the shit that's $12 to $15 a bottle. You're, you're saving money there. Okay, go get you some Nighthawk Black. It's a cab. It's in a box. It's red. It's good enough. It'll get the job done. Go ahead and get you some Evan Williams while you're there. Also, you like beer? I got you covered there. Carlsberg. The Bud Light of Denmark. Carlsberg. Okay? They sell pints. 16-ounce pints. You can get a 12-pack of 16-ounce pints for like 12 bucks. Okay? That's like 75 cents per 12-ounce beer compared if you bought like a 12-pack of 12 ounce beer it'd be like so but it's good it's, it's okay i mean it's not it's not great but it's okay like again again it's mid-tier okay denmark's bud light is like way better than our bud light okay because beer kind of started over there by the way vordant vur hulurestorin but no that's i didn't say it right bedankt Vorhulusterin. I'm not even looking that up. That's just just off of memory. Thank you to my uh, ever-expanding uh, audience in Brussels, Belgium. Thank you, guys. I think I might have three listeners. I'm about to update my uh, Belgianese to uh, thank all three of you for listening. Uh, I, I don't know how to say that yet. I could type it into Google, but I got a microphone in one hand. And I got a glass of whiskey in the other, and I can't type right now. So, if you'll if you'll just give me a moment, I need to take a sip. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, it's almost as good as Ryan Reynolds' finger. Okay, back to trad wives. Trad wives, the traditional wives. Um, these are women who um, stay at home. While their husbands go out and work, and they take care of the how they 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 sleep in, 
they they wake up. Um, maybe they don't sleep in. Maybe they wake up early to um, give their man a blowjob and tell him how awesome they are before they go out into the the, 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 the workforce and bring home the money that use that they use to um, stay alive. Um, maybe they wake up early to do that. I don't know. Um, but, uh, these women, you know, they stay at home while the man goes out and, and makes the money. Um, and, and then they, the man comes home and they feed the man and then they watch some TV and then they go to bed. And I don't understand why women hate this. Like, there's so many angry women so many women angry at other women for doing that. And I think, now, I know that it's not like a woman to get jealous of other women. Okay, I know that that's not typically something that happens. Okay, it's very rare, very rare that women get jealous of other women. Okay, almost never happens. But, but, just hear me out. Maybe, just maybe these 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 women who are not trad wives are so angry at the women who are trad wives because they are in a loving marriage where they can sleep in and wake up whenever they want don't have to work or fight through traffic to go to a job that they hate doing just so that they can get money to pay for expenses that they are incurring uh, because they have a job and can't be at home, like uh, paying someone to cook and clean for them or daycare expenses to raise their child because they can't do it because they're at work or to pay for the gas that it takes to go back and forth to work and the car payment that they need to pay because they need to have a car to be able to drive back and forth to the job they have. Like, maybe, just maybe, the women who are doing all of those things, going, you know, commuting to a job that they hate, blah, 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 and only to have really nothing to say for, maybe they're just upset at the trad wives because the trad wives are getting everything that they're getting plus more really in, in terms of free time they they have all kinds of free time to be able to do whatever they want um but without having to work for it so maybe they just feel like the trad wives are like cheating at life somehow they're like getting ahead without really having to work for it because the man is going out and doing all the hard work for it and you know there's two things you can think about this. Okay, so like if you're the feminist who hates the trad wife, um, then you know there there's two things you could probably think. Uh, the the first thing is that you're thinking, okay, well, um, the trad wife is submitting to a man, and that is bad for women because women submitting to men gives the impression that women are less than men and in that case uh, that's where feminists who obviously think that women are better than men not equal huh, oh no oh no don't kid yourself uh, feminists they they don't think that women are equal they think women are better and if you listen to a feminist long enough you figure out that they think that they would be better off without men altogether which is crazy because if there were no men, you can't have no men or no women. You you have to have some way to make new babies, and two women can't make a baby with each other, regardless of what the uh, the the very progressive liberals would try to make you believe about how women can have babies with each other. That is not something that can actually happen. Uh, biology does not give a shit about your emotions, and you can't rub two vaginas together and and get a baby. You can now you can rub you can put a penis in a vagina and make a baby, 
but they forget the part about how women, actual women, don't have penises, uh, and so that's not a woman, that's a man. So you, you, there's no getting around this logic here. But my point is, going back to tradwives, they're either upset that the tradwives are somehow cheating at life by getting all the things that the uh, feminist who is is working the commutes to the job that she hates and tries to fight her way up the corporate ladder just to get enough money to offset the very expenses that are incurred uh, from her having the job in the first place. Um, that, that, or, or you think that um, men should not have to be the ones to provide for the woman which in that case you're also wrong because we actually like it you know like no one ever the feminists they never ask men hey man do you like getting up in the morning and going to work even if you don't like the job and earning a paycheck and then bringing it home to your wife who's there waiting for you. And knowing that you are the sole provider for the family. And that all that stress of providing for the family is on you. I, I, I assume that the feminists assume that men hate that. Okay, so let me set the record straight. We don't hate that. We actually like that. Okay, so if there are any feminists listening, and I know I don't speak for all men, and I'm not even currently married. I was married to someone who became a feminist and decided that all men were evil, or that I was evil, even though I paid for everything. That's a different story. My point is, is that um, I have been through this personally. Like, this is kind of personal for me, I'll admit. Um, I have experience in this matter, but I, I also think that that makes me qualified to speak on it. Um, I've, I've been there. I've done that. I've gone through the living hell and I've and I divorced my ex-wife to get out of the insanity and uh, she the time during the time that we were still married was a stay-at-home mom and I fully supported that I enjoyed waking up every morning and being the breadwinner like I liked it it made me feel good okay did it suck yeah I mean like yeah like it was stressful yes but I enjoy I didn't mind doing it in fact it felt it it felt like it checked this box that I didn't know that I had that I needed to check in order to be happy you know like I loved doing it now I didn't love going out and earning $500 that day only to come home and figure out that my wife had spent a thousand and the house was disgusting and there was no food made and then after earning all the money I had to come home and clean the house and still cook or she cooked and then I did the, I mean I still I had to do like a hundred percent of the outside the house work Plus 50% or more of the inside of the housework. You know, that's that's where the issue was. And that happened for years. Before I finally was just like, I cannot keep doing this. This is untenable. And I got out. Okay? So, before you judge. Um, or say that I'm not qualified to speak on this. I've done it, okay? So, if either you think that women staying in a home is somehow submissive to the man, and that makes them less than, which it doesn't, because let me tell you, men, like, we treasure women who will stay at home 
and do the things that we can't do while we go out and do the things that we know that they don't want to do. And if you think, well, Justin, who are you to say that I as a woman don't want to go out and work? And maybe you, the individual, don't. Okay, maybe you, the individual, want to sacrifice your personal life, being a mom, having a family. Maybe you want to sacrifice those things as an individual so that you can go out and pursue money so that you can go buy things to substitute for the family and the kids and all that. You see, because like men, like me as a man, I never went out to earn money so I could spend it on myself or so I could spend a period. I went out to earn money so that I could pay for the house that would house my wife and my child. I went out to earn money to pay for the food that would feed my wife and my child. I feel like when women go out to work and earn money, they go out to work to earn money to spend on shit. Shoes, a nice car, whatever the fuck ever type of materialistic bullshit you think is going to make you happy and it's not. It's not. Don't believe me? Don't believe me? Okay, well, let's think about all the... Let's take two women, okay? Woman A and woman B, okay? Woman A, she goes straight from high school. She goes into the... She goes to college. She gets a degree. She gets a corporate job. She starts at the bottom. She works really hard. She works 60 hours a week. Um, she climbs her way up the ranks... She starts, she gets promoted, she starts making more money, more money, and because she's making so much money, she has no time to date or find a person, and even if she does, even if she does uh, find someone to marry, um, she doesn't feel like it's the right time to have kids, and then she's, she gets to, now she's in her 30s, she's in her early 30s, and, and she still hasn't had kids, her biological clock is ticking, but... If she were to now have a kid, she would have to go maternal leave and her, 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 she can't do that. Like her, her company won't pay for a certain amount of maternity leave or they'll, they'll pay for a certain amount. I mean, but then it's not nearly enough. And then she runs the numbers and she figures out, okay, if I have a kid, I might have to be out of work this long. I might lose my job. They might let me go. Even if I do, I'm going to have to pay someone X amount of dollars to watch my kid while I'm at work. And then I'm going to have to pay for, and then all the extra expenses, then you realize, okay, all these extra expenses that you're going to incur by having this big corporate job are basically going to be offset by the amount of money it's going to cost you to raise a child while having that very same corporate job. And then you realize, oh shit. From the age of 18, as soon as I graduated high school, I went in, I jumped into this thing thinking that the end result was going to be me happy by the time that I got to the age I'm at now, only to realize that I'm not happy. Having money and material possessions doesn't make me happy. I want a family. I want kids. And I'm on a ticking time clock. And all the men that are in my date, my age range are already married and they already have wives and they already have kids. And it's very slim pickings now. It's, there's not a lot of single guys out there. And of the ones that there are, I'm not interested in a whole lot of them. They don't appeal to me. So the odds of me finding a single guy at this age who is, who, um, I like and I'm attracted to and it actually working out even if I did find that person which it's already a slim chance even if I did find them how much longer is it going to take to build that relationship to get married and then to have kids will I even be fertile by then holy shit and then all this shit starts to dawn on you as a woman in her 30s very quickly 
And then you realize that there is no substitute for that. And then you look at someone who's a trad wife, someone who's in their 20s, a rockin' bod. They don't even have to have a rockin' bod, but like, you know, you see a woman in their 20s, and they're married to a man, and they don't have to work, and they're happy. And they're happy being a stay-at-home mom. Do you hate it because it's an attack on women? Or do you hate it because that's not you? Ladies, let's be real. No one hates women more than other women. Okay, I don't hate any women. The only women I hate are the ones that hate me. And the ones that hate me, I don't even know why they hate me. They just hate me because I got a dick. Why do they hate me because I have a dick? I don't know. Something happened to them in their life that made them hate men. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Something happened to them. I don't know what the thing is that happened to them. All I know is that something happened to them, made them hate men. They don't even know me. They hate me just because I'm a dude. And those are the only women that I hate. I hate women that hate men for no reason. Outside of that, what the fuck are I going to hate you? But like, I have no reason to hate anybody. But yet, I am so hated for so many reasons. First of all, I'm straight. I'm white. And I'm a guy. I've got three strikes against me. Okay? Straight white guys. We were like the devil today. No one likes us. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do to you? I didn't do shit. All I do, I wake up, I go to work. And then I come home, and I eat dinner, and I pass out, and then I wake up, and I go back to work again, and I make just enough money to pay all the fucking bills, and that's it. But yet, like, I don't know. Apparently, I own everything. Apparently, I am putting women down. Apparently, I hate minorities. Apparently, I hate the Jews. Apparently, I hate gays. Apparently, I hate trans people. Apparently, I hate everyone. And I'm like, I don't have fucking time to hate anybody. I'm too tired. I've been at work all day. I woke up early. I went to work. I made just enough money to pay my bills. Now I'm home. I'm cooking dinner for myself because I don't have a wife anymore because she hated me for I don't, I don't fucking know why. And, and I just had to get out of that situation. And so... I'm still paying all her fucking bills. I'm still the devil. I'm still paying her bills, but I'm still the devil, even though I'm paying for her shit. So, not only do I have to pay for my own shit, I gotta pay for her shit. On top of my own stuff. I have no money left to do anything. I don't go on trips. I don't eat out at restaurants. I live in a fucking RV. <laughs> I live in an RV! Temporarily. Temporarily. Okay, until we sell the house that she's living in that I'm currently paying for, which is prohibiting me from qualifying for a mortgage because I have that as a debt and it throws off my debt-to-income ratio. But anyway, my point is, is that I am not winning at life right now. And I know I probably sound like a bitter old white guy who's like, oh, I just hate everything because my life didn't turn out the way... No, I'm fine. It's everyone else who hates me. And I'm just trying to say I'm not killing it over here. Okay? Like, I'm not killing it in life. I am not a huge success story. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm 38 years old, and I'm sitting here in a fucking RV because it's all I can afford, talking into a microphone in a room by myself. And I have no money to speak of. Yet, I'm still the fucking devil. Meanwhile... Dylan Mulvaney is picking up corporate sponsorships left and fucking right because he put on lipstick in a dress. And he's rolling in the dough. And he's the victim. He's the victim. What rights... Okay, what are these rights that I have... That Dylan Mulvaney doesn't have. He interviewed the fucking president. 
He just picked up more corporate sponsors. He's getting money out the ass. And yeah, I say he because it's a dude. Can we all just stop pretending? Can we just stop pretending? If I had said this five years ago, no one would have argued with me. But I say this now, and suddenly it's controversial. What changed? What fucking changed? Nothing changed. Well, no, things changed. Sorry. But nothing biologically. The human race didn't suddenly evolve to be able to just, like, fluidly alter our chromosomes to go from XX to XY or XY to XX or throw in a third or fourth one just at will. That's not how it fucking works. It never did. Our genetics don't work that way. No genetics work that way of animals or plants. Any species that reproduce sexually, for that matter, which includes plants, they do reproduce sexually. They have sperm and eggs. What do you think pollen is? It's a sperm. It's a sperm floating around. So even plants can't do it. There are male plants and female plants, and some plants have both male and female parts on it, so you can make that argument. But that's not the same. They're fucking plants. Humans, we can't do that. Okay? We don't have both sperm and eggs. We can't get ourselves pregnant and make a clone of ourselves and shit it out of our ass. That's not how it works. Okay? And if you don't want to listen to me, listen to Jordan Peterson. He's smart. Can we just all objectively agree that he's smart? The importance of career and motherhood in the typical woman's life. I'm 55, and so, and I've been working with men and women my entire life, and I've watched this. And it's quite obvious. It's like at 19, it's all career. By 30, that's just not the case. It's not the case. I don't, I don't know if I've seen a single woman who I didn't think had a psychological problem, who hadn't seriously flipped in their attitude towards the balance of, of family and career by the time they were 30. And then you see lots of women who at 40 haven't had kids and perhaps wanted to, and that's a not a pleasant situation. I was talking to a woman who is about 39, a professional woman, attractive, well put together, competent, well educated, successful in her profession, unmarried, in a relationship with an older guy, but unmarried, and desperate to have a child. She said no one ever talked to her about the fact that she'd actually want to have a family or encouraged her to think about doing that. It was as if it wasn't within the realm of possibility that one of the things that she might have the ambition to do would be to be a mother. And that's just not acceptable. And it was like she woke up in her late 30s and thought, well, the first thing she thought was, this profession of mine is actually nowhere near, near as comprehensively fulfilling as the advertisements claimed, which is something that virtually everyone discovers as they move forward in their professional career. No, I mean, the reason that you get paid generally for your work is because you're doing something that you wouldn't choose to do if you weren't being paid for it. And so the idea that your career is going to be the fundamental source of your fulfillment is true for a very tiny minority of people. And even with them, it's, it's complicated. So she was tearful and upset about the fact that it took her so long to discover that there were other important dimensions to life and that motherhood turns out to be, well, how many things do you do in your life that are fundamental, right? You, you have a career and your education, so that would be part of your career development. That's part of what makes you generally useful in society and perhaps a place that you find... Anyway, he goes on uh, for about other stuff, but but the, the, the main part is, like, this is a, you know, he's a psychologist. He's one of the world's foremost psychologists in respected in his field. Well, not so much anymore because he's Canadian and Canada has gone full socialist and uh, they don't have freedom of speech protection laws. They don't have a First Amendment there. And so uh, by him speaking truth in his own home country, he has been ostracized. Um, however, uh, still, nonetheless, uh, his body of work speaks for itself. Uh, you don't need to just look him up if you're not familiar with him. Uh, Jordan Peterson. I mean, he's... 
say what you want about him, the guy isn't full of shit. And so, um, you know, the fact that young women, it's almost taboo to even like talk to young women about, hey, like here's a, here's a potential future that you might want to consider. Like this is a possibility. Like you can stay at home and you can provide for the family and that's it. And I know it's not that simple. Like I've been a stay-at-home dad. Like there was a brief period there where shortly after my son was born when my wife was still working, my ex-wife where I was self-employed, I was staying at home, and I don't mean I was self-employed as an artist. And, you know, I that, that's, you know, some people use, like, the term self-employed to basically mean they're unemployed, and they have a hobby, and they try to sell, like, stuff as, you know, on Etsy or some shit, uh, and then they call themselves self-employed. No, like, I actually was making, like, the same amount of money that my wife was making by going to work, uh, but I worked for myself. So I was making, you know, I don't know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 a year working for myself. Okay, so I was making a decent living by, you know, most people's standards. Um... And, but she was still working, right? So, like, this is right after she had the baby. She had went on maternity leave, and then she went back to work. And for, like, three or four months there, I was a stay-at-home dad. It is fucking hard, dude. It is hard. Those were, those three or four months were hard, man. I mean, I kind of was at a disadvantage from the beginning because, you know, I'm not the mom. In the beginning, the baby wants mom. Like, the baby wants a boob and he wants mom that's all he knows he knows the scent of mom uh, he knows how mom smells you don't smell like mom he wants a boob you don't have a boob you have a bottle it's this weird plastic thing that simulates a nipple but it's not really it's not the same that's not what he wants um you know you know so it's tough it's tough but it, i'm not saying it's easy if you're a mom i'm saying I'm just saying the reality. Like, it, it was just tough. That's that's my point. I'm saying it's tough to be a stay-at-home parent. That's all I'm trying to say. And, you know, the... I, so, I don't... Like, I'm not sitting here saying that's... Okay, let me back up. If you're... If you are someone who is knocking stay-at-home moms... Because you think that they're somehow cheating at life or they have it easy. You're clearly not a mom. Like, you ever think about that? You ever think about the women who are bitching about stay-at-home moms are themselves typically not moms? Like, I can't think of a single mom who works a job who would judge a woman who stays at home with their kids... I can't think of a single one because what, if you're a woman, once you have a kid, not that I am a woman, but I am still a parent and I have lived with a woman who was a mom who went to work and also saw how she was when she was at work and also saw how she was when she was not at work and when she was staying at home with the baby. And I have many friends who were in the same situation because we're all in the same age group. We all had babies around the same time, you know, with our married couple friends. And the, every, like I've never once seen or heard about a woman who was a mom who worked, who judged other women who stayed at home. Like, and all these fucking women who are online bashing trad wives or traditional wives for being stay-at-home moms for being submissive for being they don't fucking have kids they themselves are either not married or they don't have kids or both they're either one or the other or they're both okay so they're fucking these sad lonely miserable women who hate their own lives 
and they see other women who have different lifestyles who are happy and they fucking hate them and they just want to bring them down to make themselves feel better which again i know is not common among women it's not it's not that's not a typical woman thing to do to shit on other women to make yourself feel better i know if it was keeping up with the kardashians might be a more successful show the real housewives franchise might be a more successful franch franchise if women actually enjoyed watching other women shit on each other, that might be more success. Maybe they wouldn't be. So oh, oh wait, shit. Shit, I just looked it up. Actually, actually, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and the Real Housewives franchise—they're actually fucking killing it. Never mind, shit. They're making a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people. Oh fuck! I just oh shit! I just saw this. Mainly women. Their demographics are mainly women. Eighteen to thirty-five. Oh wow. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay, so that was a bad idea. I'm sorry. I take that back. I take that back. It it appears. They're maybe women do enjoy watching other women get destroyed maybe i don't know i mean that's just the numbers like how do you know how do you know for sure like maybe these numbers are bogus i don't know but here's what i'm saying okay trad wives make me horny that's all i'm saying they do i, I like call me a pig call me a pig okay i'm gonna play a video for you for a second and I want you to know that the woman in this video is a trad wife and she's talking about the life of a trad wife and she kind of looks Marilyn Monroe-ish. She, you know, she's got her makeup done. She's a blonde lady. What's her name? S.T. Williams. Okay. Uh, full figured gal, not skinny, not fat, but you know, she's got it where it counts. So that's all I'm going to say. And, and she's, and, and let me just, let me just play the clip. Okay, so I'm here to make a clarification video because of the big controversy going around about the term trad wife and the intent behind the term, as well as the intent behind my channel and what I post. If you are not familiar with the term trad wife, it is a woman who chooses to live a more traditional life with ultra traditional gender roles. So the man goes outside the house, works, provides for the family. The woman stays home and she's the homemaker. She takes care of the home and the children if there are any. The misconception about the trad wife movement, um, it's not really a movement, nobody's pushing it. People are typically just living it and maybe showcasing their lifestyle like me. And we believe our place, specifically us as individuals, believe our purpose is to be homemakers. It doesn't mean that we are trying to take away what women fought for. There are a lot of people trying to make this a sinister thing or put some other darker meaning behind the term trad wife. Nobody is doing that. No trad wife TikTokers are saying every woman's place is in their home. We as individuals are just choosing to be homemakers. That's all. Trad wives also believe that they should submit to their husbands and serve their husbands and family. And that triggers people because the word submit and serve, it makes women think that we're saying that we're less than a man. That's not what we're saying. Trad wives just believe that they are here as women for a different role. Equally as important though. I can make another. I am horny. I am about to come. I'm so, like, call me a pig. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care. This is hot to me. Okay. And if you're a guy and you're out there and you're just like telling yourself, oh, no, 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 this is not hot. This is regressive. This is, uh, I'm a, I'm a male feminist. I'm an ally. Meh. Oh, oh, really? 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 Okay. So you have two choices here. You've got a woman who takes care of herself who will stay at home and make sure that everything at home is taken care of. Your kids are taken care of. You got meals cooked. Everything's fine. The house is clean. All that shit, right? You come home to a clean house, to food, to happy kids, a happy wife who looks hot. 
and or or you can come home on the way home you pick up some fast food because you know there's no food at the house because there's no one there to cook it uh you gotta swing by you gotta pick up your kids from daycare which you pay fucking through the nose for uh so that your kids can go sit in a fucking room with someone who makes minimum wage they plant them in front of a tv and they crawl around on the floor with like the sticky floors like god knows what fucking kind of bodily fluids from the other kids have been on that floor and that carpet throughout the years and like your kids just crawling around on it and they've got like their, their, their diapers, they've got so much shit in their diapers and that they didn't change them. And so the shit in their diapers is like dried and gotten crusty and, and it gave them a rash on their ass. And you go pick them up from this fucking expensive ass daycare from someone who has way too many tattoos. They hand, they hand you your baby. You throw them in the car seat. You go home. Your wife's all pissed off and tired and she looks all disheveled and shit. And you got to eat fucking dominoes that you picked up on the way home and you get fat. And, 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 and that's... Okay, you got two choices. The first one or the second one. Which one do you want? Which one do you fucking want? You're an idiot if you say you want the second one. And you're like, okay, well, you're just extremifying uh, the second one. It's really not that bad. Is it? Is it? Is it not that bad? Okay, so you're telling me that 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 somehow your wife is going to... Uh, she's going to work a full-time job. And your kids are going to be fully taken care of. And it's totally happy because they, they, they're always at home with a parent and not some random ass stranger. And the house is going to be cleaned. And the food is going to be cooked. And everything is going to be taken care of. And all the laundry is going to be done. And all this shit's going to happen. And, and you're both going to work full-time jobs. And that's somehow going to be less stressful. You're telling me that that's better. No, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. That's not practical. It's also not long-term. It's not sustainable long-term. Okay, this is not a tenable situation. Okay, either the stress is going to get to you, and you're and you're going to hate each other, and your marriage is going to fucking corrode from the inside out because the stress of all the extra shit that you put on yourself by trying to have two parents both leaving and shipping the kids off to somewhere and not having anyone to actually take care of the basic necessities of life. Uh, you're outsourcing all of these basic necessities of life like food and house cleaning and laundry and child rearing and all this shit. You're outsourcing this to all these other people which all cost money which is just, you make just enough from your job to pay for all that shit. So basically it's a wash. Only you're 10 times more stressed out and your kids, you never, you, you see your kids and you interact with your kids a fraction of the amount of time that you would otherwise if you would just fucking stay at home. You're saying that somehow that's better. You're an, like, no, of course it's not. Of course it's fucking not. And then some hot, Mid twenty something comes along who does not worry. She's perfectly happy. She's happier than you are. You get where I'm going. You're jealous, okay? You're just a little bit jelly. And honestly, me as the guy, I would just fucking rather you stay at home, okay? But you can't do that because then you'd be submissive. You would be submitting to me. It would be like somehow I'm more important than you. No, who the fuck said it's not important? What you do is important. Again, you haven't even asked a guy. Like, why don't you try asking men what they think about a woman who stays at home? All you're doing, you're just assuming. You're just operating under the assumption that men think less of women who stay at home or they're somehow less than. It's the exact opposite. But you haven't even fucking taken the time to ask us. When's the last time you asked a guy his opinion? About like, hey, what do you think? And you know what? If you do, you know you know the women who have done that? The stay-at-home moms. Those are the ones who have taken the time to ask the husband, what do they think? And if you have a good husband, then that husband is going to say, hey, listen. You can stay at home with the kids. You take care of all the rest of the shit so that I don't have to. And I'll commute to this fucking job that I hate. I will sacrifice my personal happiness 
by go fighting through traffic to go to this fucking job that I don't really like so that I can make money so that I can turn around and pay for shit that will take care of you and I'm okay with that because that's my role as the guy as the provider as the the caretaker of the family and I will gladly do it because I don't know what's wrong with guys but we have something broken in our brains that makes us enjoy sacrificing ourselves for women. Women, we love you so much. You have no idea. I know it's probably difficult for you to imagine how much a man loves you. A man will literally sacrifice himself to make you happy. In small ways and in large. In little ways, like letting you pick what show to watch. And in huge ways, like going to a job they hate every day that makes them miserable, but doing so because he knows that the money he gets from that job will make you happy. And that in turn offsets any misery that the job provides. So it ends up making us happy. Like, and I feel like you don't understand that kind of love because you women, you don't have that kind of love for each other. And you may not even have that kind of love for men. But we have that kind of love for you. And I don't fucking know why. Like, I don't know why I love you so much that I would do that for you. All I know is that I do. All I know is that I would fucking give my life to make you happy and to take care of you and my child. That's all I know. I can't explain it logically. It just is. It's like genetic. It's like in my DNA. It's so ingrained in me that I, I, it's, it's like asking water why it's wet. It just is. I don't know. It just is. That's just the way it is. And in spite of that, there are women who turn that against me and make me feel bad about loving them so much. Just let us love you. Just fucking let us take care of you. We're not going to think less of you because you're staying at home. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. So just let us fucking do it. You don't have to understand why. Hell, we don't even understand why. We don't even understand why. We don't expect you to understand why. We're just asking you to let us do it. And so, any women that are listening, just before you judge men, before you start calling toxic masculinity, before you start shouting chauvinist, before you start playing the gender card, just stop and think and remember this man loves you. This man wants to take... You don't have to convince him he will just do it anyway. Just let him do it. It makes us happy. You don't need to understand why. You just need to understand that that's the way it is. Like the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Men want to take care of women. It makes us happy. And that's it. I have nothing left. So, if you like the show and you want to share my content, I wouldn't hate that. If you want to share with a friend, I don't have social media. I say this every time. I don't have social media. I think it's really bad for you. I think it's toxic. Truly toxic. Not like, you know, 
what feminists claim men to be when they want to take care of women, but uh, truly toxic, and I and I don't, I don't want to participate in it, so I don't have it. Okay, and so if I this if this show is going to grow, then you're gonna have to do it. I'm sorry, you're just gonna have to tell a friend. It doesn't cost you anything to tell a friend. Like, subscribe, do whatever. Tell a friend if they like it. They'll keep listening, and so on and so on. Okay, so uh, thank you guys again for 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 listening. For whoever you are out there, I don't know who you are. Um, I see that I'm getting downloads. People are listening. I'm getting I'm getting listens all over the world, and and people are listening somewhere. I don't know who you are. Um, please send me an email. I want to get to know you. I I, I haven't gotten a single email from any of my listeners, even though my analytics say that I have them, I want to know who you are. Like, are you real? Are you a real person? Is my, is my computer lying to me or do you not really exist? Or, uh, like, like, who are you? I want to know your story. Like email me. Uh, how often do you listen? Do you really like the show? Do you have comments, suggestions? Tell me, email me this just inbox at gmail.com this just in box at gmail.com links in the description below uh thank you guys i will see you next time thanks for listening have a wonderful rest of your day